Hi, in this episode of Ivy Matters, we talk to Shraddha Narayanan from Toddle about the upcoming Inquiry Educators Summit known as TIES. This will be the third time they've offered this event, but there are many changes in place for this version. In particular, this time, there will be pre-conference meetups and then ongoing follow-up sessions for several months after the main event. Stay tuned to learn all the details. If you have questions after listening, check out the podcast notes for more information. Welcome to IB Matters, a podcast for those who currently teach, lead, attend, or are interested in international baccalaureate IB schools. Hi, folks. Welcome back to IB Matters. And our guest today uh, comes from the from Toddle, and uh, we've spoken with uh, one of her colleagues, Dipanshu, a couple times. And you can check out more about Toddle. But we're really here today to talk with uh, Shraddha uh, Narayanan about the uh, upcoming Ties Conference, and uh, they wanted to share. They're excited to share with our our listeners. Uh, what the Ties Conference is, what it has, you know, how it started, and about this year's Ties Conference, which is going to have some new features. So, welcome to the podcast, Shraddha. And uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Start out by maybe talking about your role there. Thank you. Thanks, John. Hi, everyone. Uh, super excited to be here on this podcast with uh, you, John. Uh, big fans of your work. So, mm-hmm. glad that we could find this time. Thanks for having me. Um, as John said, guys, I'm Shraddha. I, at Toddle, I am the Director of Product Innovation and uh, User Engagement. A lot of what I do is also lead events and bring events like the Inquiry Educator Summit uh, to all of you. Um, it's something that I'm deeply passionate about. Uh, I've always been interested in teacher professional development, teacher lifelong learning, and uh, technology. So I think the world of virtual events has just been a very exciting world to be a part of. That's great. Uh, so repeat that the acronym you said the whole word, the whole thing out. So when you say ties, you're referring to the Inquiry Educator Summit. Great. I think listeners are always interested to hear a little bit more about the guests themselves. Why don't you? How did you get to where you are in this? You know, in this uh, role at at Toddle. For sure. Yes. Yeah. And I like uh, revisiting the story as well because I think it's just always grounding and centers you back in your personal vision and goals. Um, So I actually did. So I studied to be a journalist in undergrad and I got very interested in development journalism. And um, I actually wanted to be... uh, I, I did the Teach for India Fellowship, um, one of the you know sister organizations of Teach for All, um, just as an endeavor to learn more about the education sector in India and then go on to report about it. But just one week in the classroom, I think I was truly you know transformed as a person. The challenges were so huge, and I knew I wanted to sort of dedicate my life towards um, you know learning and education. Mm-hmm. And while at the fellowship, John, something I noticed was you know, the TFI fellowship is, um, as is all the Teach for India, Teach for All fellowships, it's it's extremely great in the way that they support their fellows. Um, but I noticed that the educators that I was teaching alongside, um, you know, the, the public school educators in India, the, the people that I was working with, they didn't really get the kind of support that I was getting, though mm. they were in it for the long haul. Right. And that really made me take a step back and think about teacher professional development and how I could uh, be involved in the space. And in India, especially, every problem is a problem of scale. And that's how I started getting interested in education technology. So I went on to work with, um, you know, 
uh, a not-for-profit that works with public school teachers and uses technology to, uh, you know, share courses with them and help them with their learning. Um, but soon into that, you know, I was really eager to learn about what's happening in the world. And that brought me to Harvard. So mm-hmm. I did my master's in education at the Harvard Graduate School of Education okay. and then went on to work at Bridge International Academies for about three years where um, I got great exposure about how teacher education is looked at uh, across six to seven different countries in the world. Um, that, you know, honestly, the transition from that to Toddle was um, pretty effortless because Toddle is extremely committed towards uh, teacher learning. And mm-hmm. I think um, though an edtech product at heart, I think because it's created by educators, it comes from a very genuine place of creating something of really high quality for educators. So when I made the move back to India, it was really Toddle that actually brought me here. Okay. And um, ever since I've been doing what I love doing, which is essentially working with educators on giving them opportunities to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm really glad I asked that question because what a wonderful, <laughs> what a wonderful story. And, you know, many parts of that are universal. I think yeah. uh, here uh, in the United States where I'm located, um, it's a common problem is to uh, give really strong teacher um, education that's valuable yeah. and that they can use. And, you know, teachers are, are, are great critics of, of poorly designed uh, teacher education. And so when we are given some new tools that are exciting and yeah. and can be implemented uh, teachers mm-hmm. get very excited about it but on the on the on the flip side they're very not excited about things that are poorly designed and and not really right. uh, understanding their what what they're up against and in the current context you know with you know with covid still kind of continuing to affect everything we do in education yeah. actually the whole yeah. world obviously but in education it really is impacting people and it's just you know i think the the word is lingering it just you know every time we kind of think the next corner will be better there's something new coming up and slowing us down so you know your yeah. the whole experience uh, that i've had in in connection with toddle as an organization you know they've just grown explosively over the last 2 years or so two and a half years and and you're your presence has really, I would say these ties uh, summits are are kind of a signature um, inflection point in your connection with teachers and, and your role right. in it. So it, it brings us back to kind of what we're here to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, your mission, what you sounds like, what it sounds like you uh, have used to shape your own personal growth and your, you know, your way you're connecting with teachers is very similar to what we're trying to do here on the podcast and what IB yeah. tries to do international baccalaureate tries to do in teacher education. They try to be different and they try to really show teachers that uh, there are some great tools that are effective and research-based and so on. So um, with that long introduction of, of mine, let me, let's just jump right in. Tell us a little bit about the summit and, and, uh, and let's go from there. Definitely. Um, no, I fully agree. And I think, you know, what you said about the pandemic, I fully agree with. Um, it, it's not over, though, you know, many a times we we feel like, yes, this is coming to an end. Something happens and then we're back to the start. It's been like that for over two years, at least uh, here in India, for sure. Um, so the reason I bring the pandemic up is, you know, the first edition of Ties, uh, we actually did that three weeks into the first pandemic, uh, you know, becoming becoming what it was. Yeah, the first so, surge. Uh, that's right. That's right. And the reason we really did that, John, was very simple. We, we noticed that 
just within a week or two, you know, education as we knew it had changed because teachers who had never really used computers before were being forced to go online and do remote learning. Students who really love going to school every day were forced to stay at home and learn from home. Um, I think it like everything had changed for everyone. And what was really inspiring for us to see was that within all this chaos, the Facebook groups had really flooded with teachers just making the best of what they had. And that's a very inspiring community to be a part of. And we got thinking about how we could best support teachers at this time. It just truly began with that simple thought of, hey, can we do something with the contacts that we have? Can we reach out to people in the industry and see if they might be keen on just sharing their learning and inspiring uh, teachers in this very difficult time? And that's how we came up with the first edition of Ties. This mm -hmm. was back in May 2020. And right. um, what was really very encouraging for us to see was that there was global interest in the conference and we had over 20,000 people sign up to be a part of the first edition. And this mm -hmm. was fully free of cost. And, um, you know, we're very big on uh, democratizing PD. And, um, you know, it was great to see that kind of interest. And we also got a lot of people attending live. Uh, what was also equally inspiring for me to see was also just the generosity of speakers and thought leaders who were doing this with us and really sharing their learning, um, you know, with no qualms. Uh, mm -hmm. That honestly set us off on the path of really thinking about other ways in which we could support teachers. And hence, we did many more conferences, right? Like the Learning Jam, which was focused on um, innovation and creativity uh, in the STEM uh, subjects um, and a few other conferences as well. Uh, but, you know, we like being the flagship event, Ties is always special. So we created the second round of Ties as well, which we did pretty recently, actually, in May 2021. And I think the highlight of that for me was twofold, right? Having voices like Alfie Cohns and Parsi Salbergs uh, into the mix, uh, very thrilling for a young organization like us and for our educators as an audience, because very often this, they're more accessible in the academic circuits. It was great to sort of hear their voice through ties. Um, it was also exciting that we got to try very basic forms of networking as well. So the first two, and we had a very similar response, uh, right, in terms of impact, again, yep. had around 20,000 plus folks coming in. And over the first two editions, we've had, um, I would say, people from across 103 different like countries, 100 plus countries, yep. um, which is great. It just shows that there's global interest in learning. And right. that in itself is motivating enough for us to really push ourselves to think about something new. And that brings me to the current like edition of Ties. Um, we, the Inquiry Educator Summit, as the name says, you know, is focused on inquiry. So it's for anybody who's passionate about inquiry-based education, uh, be they affiliated to an IB school or otherwise. Right. Um, they're more than free to come and join us. And uh, it's with the same sort of philosophy that we've created the third edition of Ties as well. Uh, you know, actually taking it a few steps forward and including a lot of new things into it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you know, one of the things, you, and you mentioned that uh, briefly, that this this is not an IB conference. It is a conference about inquiry education, and in that yeah. way, it, it intersects the the uh, the Venn yeah. diagram of uh, IB yeah. and and inquiry is very very much overlapping. Yes, <laughs> um, I don't know if it's a fair question for you, uh, but I mean, have can you speak a little bit to the specifics of how IB schools use this, or can use this, or how it connects with international baccalaureate? 
Oh, definitely. Yes. And as you said, right, uh, it is, it's exactly what you said. There is a huge overlap. So, um, and as you know, Toddle is a, a, a teaching and learning platform for IB educators uh, and schools to use um, across, you know, PYP, MYP. Um, so, um, yes, the overlap is huge. So, we do, and since it's language that IB educators are immersed in, there is a lot of value that they draw from the conference. And we also proactively seek speakers who do extraordinary inquiry-based education, like Kath Murdoch, Ron Richard, Trevor McKinsey, and so many other phenomenal speakers. So definitely there's a lot of value. And, and we are also extremely, um, you know, that's the community that we come out of as well, the IB community. So right. there is that huge overlap with the conference um, truly being designed for inquiry learning and anybody who's enthusiastic about it. What we've noticed is over the last two years, like we do have educators from non-IB backgrounds as, as well come. These, they, they could be from other progressive schools uh, following curricula like the UBD sorry, frameworks like the UBD and others, mm-hmm. uh, and more the merrier, right? So anybody who's really interested and passionate about inquiry education can come along to learn. Right, right. And our listeners who are in IB schools are are very familiar. We just had our, our uh, local IB uh, Minnesota uh, conference, just our, our quarterly meeting of the coordinators. And we have about 25, roughly 25 PYP schools in Minnesota. And I would yeah. say 100% of them know of TOTL and, and many of them uh, participate and use Toddle directly, and the MYP yeah. teachers are becoming more aware of it. They're all aware of it, and they're they're beginning to take up, you know, a uh, looking at that as becoming part of their program. So, yeah, Toddle definitely has roots in IB. But I wanted to make sure listeners realize that uh, it's not specifically an IB conference. It's about one of the key uh, pillars of IB education, which is inquiry. So, that's, um, thanks for that connection for us. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about, you mentioned a little bit about how it's new this year. Do you want to share some of the, the highlights that are coming to. up? Yeah. Yes, I'd love to because I'm particularly excited about it. So just a little bit of quick backstory, right? Um, after the second edition of Ties got over, um, it, it was truly thrilling, as I said, because of the kind of speakers we had and just the, honestly, just this community of learning that Ties creates every time that we uh as soon as we launch, there's just a lot of learning that people share on social media as well. It's exciting to see. And that honestly really pushed our thinking about, you know, what do we want to do to sort of take this to the next level and really offer educators something more valuable mm-hmm. uh, as an experience and more immersive as an experience. Right. So we got thinking about that and we actually put together focus groups and surveys and things like that because we didn't want to make these uh, decisions just on our own as a team. We really wanted to hear from the attendees themselves. So we did actually spend a good month, month and a half just immersing ourselves in understanding attendee feedback Mm -hmm. and really hearing what they wanted out of it. So, um, you know, when we went to the drawing board with this data, John, something that we, there were just like clear themes that emerged, right? The first thing that emerged was um, they did really like the idea that there were big ideas being shared as well as um, classroom level strategies being shared. So Mm -hmm. that was great. The second thing that we learned was they did want, the audience wanted more time to reflect and process their learning because we did have a tendency in the first two editions to do a lot back to back because we just wanted to offer them so much. Right. It was kind of a compact schedule over just a couple (laughs) of days. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So just a couple of days back learning. So people did say they wanted a breather just to reflect and learn. And -hmm. the third big part of the learning was just the fact that they wanted more avenues to network with each other. 
So um, we basically took this feedback and started thinking about how we can, you know, incorporate that into ties. And what we came up with was an all new structure and uh, way of thinking about how we do sessions. So um, this time around, ties is not just a two-day conference. It's actually um, going to start in March and go all the way up to July. And what I mean by that is, um, yes, it's like five months of great learning, <laughs> which yeah. I'm excited about. It doesn't stop with the last session at the main conference. So we have two days of a pre-conference, John, which is pure, uh, called Connect. And like the name suggests, it's purely focused on giving attendees an opportunity to interact with each other and forge lifelong connections. Mm-hmm. Um, after this, we break into a three-day main conference called Learn. That is... Um, going to be most reflective of what the first two editions of Ties was like. Um, And as the name suggests, again, Learn is really focused on the, um, you know, that's the more speaker heavy portion where we we have all our sessions. And and, uh, the third part of this, John, is transfer, which is the post-conference experience. And uh, we're thinking about this as being a co-constructed opportunity for educators to really think about how they can take this learning back into their own context. Um, So that's also a new structure that we're trying out this time and we're particularly excited for. That's a a great design. Uh, And is is that the part that goes over several months then? That is right. So after the main conference ends on March 13th, um, from the month of April all the way up to July, we're planning to do the transfer phase of this um, with our attendees. Okay. All right. Great. Right. You know, it's interesting because that's, you know, it's a model that's, you know, as you said, and I credit credit your ability to take surveys and information from, you know, feedback and then transfer it yeah. to a new design. But it's also um, a bit by, you know, because of, of the way we're doing education, it's a bit by... Um, uh, it's kind of required in many ways <laughs> to have different ways to connect. You know, it's just yeah. uh, this, it's kind of how it's what we've changed here in Minnesota. Uh, it's mm-hmm. what we've changed to uh, our, our, our round tables, which used to be entirely in person are now a, a hybrid. You know, we've got some, um, you know, some longer sessions, some shorter sessions, and also yeah. we're, we're attempting, you know, yeah. we'll see if this works out, but we're going to attempt to have half day in persons um, because mm-hmm. we're local, but uh, at the end, but it's, you know, it is, it's a, it's born from necessity that we do yeah. some of these things, but it also, I think it's good design. Uh, you know, your idea of, of going from a, you know, three-day compact conference with lots of information yeah. and to spreading it out. You know, I, mm-hmm. I use the uh, example or analogy of, you know, learning an instrument or learning a, a sports right. skill. You can't exactly. have a weekend clinic that teaches you how to play piano and then that's it. You know, you have to kind of, you know, you have an introduction and then you kind of practice and then you come back and like you said, you transfer. It's that transfer of learning, which is yeah. good pedagogy. Yeah, fully yeah. agree. And I think, you know, John, one other small thing that we're doing, exactly what you're saying about just that time to sort of reflect and like process all this. Yeah. We're also trying to make that a part of the structure of learn in itself. Yeah. So instead of doing back-to-back sessions, we're also offering people an opportunity to get into reflection huddles after every single session so they can actually talk to their peers about what they learned. And um all this is becoming possible because we are con- we are doing this on an event um, platform. Just so mm-hmm. these opportunities to network and these 
just forming all these organic connections becomes uh, so much more possible for attendees to do. So um, yeah, truly just packing it with uh, a lot of new things this time. Mm -hmm. Something else I'm particularly excited about are the Energizer sessions we have. So I I do know you've seen the first and the second edition, um, John, but this time around, uh, we're doing keynotes and masterclasses, but we're also doing uh, strategy sessions, which are shorter you know, 45 minute sessions where um, we're having educators from the classroom really come in to sort of uh, share strategies. Um, And we're doing this across the early years, all the way up to high school and even leadership. And we're also trying something called the Energizer sessions, wherein we're having um, um, a lot of sessions that are really just catered towards educators having a good time because there's Mm. so much serious learning. Yeah. yeah, there's so much serious learning. We were really intentional about also giving them these breaks and opportunities to just do something fun and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, so when I was looking over kind of the uh, information on the website that you were sharing with me, it is, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And we found that that's yeah. important in our in-person meetings, like the mm-hmm. one we just had the other day. You know, we just take time out to kind of stand up and, and do something different, move about the room and and uh, your things, you know, as I was looking at, they look like they're a lot of fun. So it sounds like you're using that couple days pre-conference, the connect portion, then it kind of creates little pods or rooms of people that are kind of can come back together and react to the speakers. Yeah, I know. So I love that you asked that question because um, actually we're, we're trying a few different things at connect because we, we do know how awkward it gets to just be thrown into a room and be forced into a conversation with someone you don't know from a whole new different part of the world. So we are trying to create a lot of these different structured ways of giving people an opportunity to share more about who they are and learn more about who others are. So be it through job likes or through one-on-one networking that they can do on the platform or even um, book circles and professional interest groups, um, read aloud sessions with teacher authors. We've just created a combination of different ways that are all essentially centered on uh, giving opportunities to build connections with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's essentially what that is. And the the speaker heavy sections are the learn sections. Um, connect will still be a lot of, you know, um, we've, we of course will feature speakers in Connect as well, but it's primarily designed to uh, form connections. Mm-hmm. So in those Connect sessions, like sections mm-hmm. where you um, gather, it sounds like it's a kind of very creative to have people kind of select into groups that they might be, you know, more similar to the, to the That's people. Right. Do you have facilitators in those rooms or will they be kind of self-directed once they get in? Yeah, I think, you know, so... Uh, Uh, Again, a great question. Like these were exactly the kind of questions we asked ourselves when we were designing it as well. I think based on the session, we have decided on whether it needs a facilitator or if our audience can, you know, self-direct themselves. Find their own. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And we, we are really big on offering optionality. So this time around, you know, especially with connect sessions and energizers, because they're so personal to what one may like, Mm -hmm. uh, we have tried our best to offer you know, parallel options that people can pick from based on what appeals to them the most. And mm-hmm. if nothing does, you know, take a break and be back for something, something else of more interest. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, it sounds really exciting. And I, I love the evolution of the, of the, of the summit is over the last couple of years in the third iteration. Um, one thing that just came up as you were talking, yeah. it's not in our list of questions, but I'll ask it. Uh, are you yeah. doing anything with teacher tools? Are there some um, tools, you know, sharing that you're doing? Is this mostly going to be pedagogy? It's uh 
by to- teacher tools, do you mean like ed tech tools or do you? Yeah, kind of tech tools. I noticed we, Got you know, it. there's a number of collaboration tools that people right. are using with students right. now that are new. Right. Yes. No, that is a that is something that we did consider. But given this is the first time we're trying a format like this, mm-hmm. uh, we're essentially focusing on uh, pedagogy and even the kinds of people that we do want to sort of showcase. Uh, a lot of their work comes from uh, not so much teacher tools in the classroom, but more oriented towards uh, building teacher community and offering teachers other yeah. sorts of resources. So, yeah. yes, that's that's the kind of collaborations we're, we've been looking at this time. Sure. And as they build these relationships, if someone has a tool, they'll probably just share it on their own anyway. So, oh, 100%. Yeah. Yes, we're always big on that because ultimately all we want to do is create a community that really uh, feels nurtured and has an opportunity to learn together. So um, we're always open for that kind of, you know, sharing and learning. Right, right. Wow. Sounds really exciting. It sounds like a lot of uh, interesting things and it actually sounds like it'd be fun. So that that's a good thing too. That'll keep people coming back. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about how people participate. Um, you know, when, when is registration open and, um, when can they, um, can, how can they sign up and what kind of fees are involved, if any? Yes, for sure. So this time around, because of the nature of the event and the fact that we're doing this on an event platform, we're actually looking at this being in a freemium model. What I mean by that is, um, you know, to get the complete experience of what, everything that I said, mm-hmm. uh, that falls under an all-access pass. The all-access pass essentially gives you access to the entire conference, be it connect, learn, or transfer. And it also gives you access to things like recordings of the sessions, a conference journal. It gives you access to a certificate and uh, even an opportunity to get your hands on presentations from speakers. Uh, that's the all-access pass, John. And that um, originally is priced at um, about 249 uh, USD. But right now we have the early bird offers going on. So uh, for those of you interested, uh, right now it's available at $199. So now is a great time to get them. Uh, (laughs) And um, we also, you know, know that a lot of teachers uh, love learning in teams and in groups. So we also have a group pass opportunity, which uh, essentially has been created so teachers can save big by coming in uh, groups. Everything that's available on the all access pass is also available on the group pass. And if you go to, um, you know, toddlab.com slash dice slash pricing, uh, you learn all about these different offers that are available. Okay. Um, is it based on the size uh, of the group? That is right. It's based okay. on the size of the group. So, you know, with the group pass, as I said, everything on the all access pass is available, but uh, we offer different pricing for five plus, 10 plus, 30 plus and 50 plus passes. Okay. Um, so yes, it's designed so you can save big by coming in bigger groups. And um, mainly because a lot of uh, school teams do this together usually. So it's a great opportunity for them to come and access this. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from this, you know, we do understand that there might be teachers who are not interested in the complete experience and might want to just uh, tune into a few sessions. So we we did want to sort of still be accessible to teachers like that. So what we've done this time is we also have a free pass, but the free pass essentially only gives access to live streams of the keynotes and the masterclasses. Uh, So for the complete experience, you would have to get the all access pass. Um, But for people who might not have that kind of time to dedicate or might not be able to do this this time around, uh, the free pass is still an option that they could explore on our website. Okay. So when you say live streams, uh, are you would need to be there in real time or would they be available post real time? Okay. 
Exactly. So they would be able to tune into the streams of these sessions as mm-hmm. they happen live. Okay. But the recordings would be available to the all access pass yeah. holders. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, it's, you know, it was always amazing to me that it was so free before because there's a yeah. lot going on here. Uh, and, and those prices are very reasonable, especially when you consider the all access pass gives you months of yeah. PD. So, I mean, it, it's not like you have to, um, you know, break the bank. And I think when we talk about, I know here where I'm located, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, folks are not going to as much PD. So they have budgets right. that they could spend on things. So, I mean, there's a lot going on here for the price. And I think it seems very reasonable. And I hope people will, will consider it um, because I think it, it sounds like what you've described is well worth it. So um, yeah, that's, that's fair. I think, I think it seems very, very fair. Tell me a yeah. little bit about the timing. I think you said one of the date you said that in, in early March is when the main conference is. So registration is open until, and then when does the very first connect happen? And uh, as I said, early bird is live now. So we have early bird running all the way up to uh, the 2nd of January, uh, 2022. So you get to sort of uh, save big with the early bird pricing. So uh, now is a great time to get the passes, but if not, obviously the passes are going to still be available January onwards. And the first day of Connect is on the 5th of March. The way that this is designed in terms of time zones is, you know, as you know, the audience is extremely global. And um, we're very intentional about making sure that people from across the world have access to these sessions. So we created in a way that we offer, uh, you know, uh, keynotes and masterclasses and all these different sessions and opportunities across these different time zones. Uh, For those of you who might be in a time zone and you're keen to sort of tune into a session that's not happening at a time that you're up, uh, the recordings are always available for you to catch up um, on. And this time at Transfer, we're also trying to create watch parties and things like that. So you also have a community to watch this with and learn with. So hopefully that's a great way for you to sort of close the gap on learning that you might have missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Oh, that's good to know. Um, and just for our listeners, uh, we're going to be doing uh, a promotion for this um, on the podcast. It'll actually be an ad placed um, and very soon. In fact, it'll be uh, on the podcast. So we'll have more information for you there as well. Just kind of remind you as you listen to other episodes of the podcast to remind you of this opportunity, because um, this seems like a, a great thing for us to promote in an IB context. So thanks for that. Uh, anything else that you want to add or or share? I've, we've learned a lot. I've learned a lot already. So I hopefully our listeners will, will no, join is, in. Yeah, this is absolutely great. And thanks so much for the opportunity, John. We always appreciate it. Uh, you know, the support from the IB Matters community means so much. And uh, you've been a dear friend since the very beginning, mm-hmm. uh, since the very first edition. So thanks a lot in supporting us with this journey. And uh, I do truly hope that you know, educators join us and uh, we're just a learning organization. So we're thrilled to sort of just get this learning uh, from this edition and take that feedback and, you know, continue to build other editions as well. So hopefully uh, all of you can come uh, join us and we can learn together. That's great. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, for the listeners, let me just add that, uh, you know, we're, we're producing this episode in early December. So that gives you uh, roughly a month to uh, to talk to your leaders and whoever holds the budget strings and, and say, hey, listen to this. This is what's going on. If you want to listen to the podcast, share it with them and and get them uh, in, you know, on your uh, side before January 2nd so that you can get that early bird discount because that is significant. So, well, thanks again. And uh, I hope that uh, you have a great day and a great conference. We'll be talking again before then, but um, I really appreciate the chance to share this with, with our audience. 
Thank you. Thanks so much, John. We we're really grateful for the support. Thank you, and have a have a great day. You too. You can learn much more about the Teacher Inquiry Summit and Toddle using the many links and social media connections available in the podcast notes, including the hashtag #ToddleTies. That's T O D D L E T I E S. Now that we have over eighty IB Matters episodes covering a range of subjects. You can use our podcast webpage, which is organized by program and by topic. The link to the website is also in our podcast notes. Please find all of our episodes wherever you get your podcasts and click subscribe so you don't miss any future programs. Join our over 3,000 followers on Twitter at MattersIB. Also help us spread the word about IB by liking, sharing, and reviewing the IB Matters links in your own feeds and social networks. In just over two years, we've been heard in over 150 countries, a testament to the global reach of the IB.